you are about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Welcome back to Let's Talk OC, an OC podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Liz. And we are also joined by our patron and friend, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, everyone. We're so excited. Mike, as you guys all know, is our ice cream correspondent, bringing us the best ice cream (laughs) flavor to match the episode every single week. Uh, Tonight, we are discussing Seth Cohen, which, Mike, you chose. I know you love Seth Cohen. I mean, obviously, that's why you chose him, right, to be on this episode? Obviously. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Seth Cohen was portrayed by Adam Brody. His first appearance was in season one, episode one, the pilot last appearance, episode 16 of season four. The end's not here. Near, it's here. It's it's your brain. I know, your brain. It just goes back. it's written. (laughs) And you know what? Before I got to that, I'm like, Michelle, don't say here. Don't say it. That's that's why. Don't say here. Yeah, and you have a habit of doing that. I'm not just like pointing yeah. out like shame Michelle, but you always get in your head with things like that and then you say it anyway. So you just, just try not to even remember like remember to say it wrong or right or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, total amount of episodes 92. He's in all in all He's the episodes. In all of them. Yeah. So Seth's relationships were Anna, Summer, and Alex. Mm-hmm. And then summer again. And then summer. And then maybe not. And then summer again. And Yeah. So we've been asking this question when we get to the relationships part. Who is your favorite relationship for Seth? Mike, take it away. Uh, okay. Well, obviously it'd be summer. I mean, Anna, I love Seth and Anna together. But all along that kind of relationship wasn't a real relationship. Um, it was more of a friendship and two friends sort of thinking they should be dating, but they should just be friends. Whereas with Summer, it was, I mean, he named his boat after Summer before he even talked to her. So it it has to go with them. Agreed. Agreed. You got to agree. Yeah. Sathomart, we can't argue with Sathomart. Right. And then Alex and him, well, (laughs) didn't really work. Yeah, no. And I think it was just as Alex described it, they're each other's in between. Yeah. Setting. Which you need. Yeah. But they're not your forever. Right, and, and Seth wasn't himself when he was with um, Alex as he tried to be like the bad boy. Yeah, right. That's just not who he was. It's true. Yeah. So before we get into the discussion, our ice cream scoop of the week, Mike, do you have one for Seth? Yes, of course. Okay. Um, before I get to that, though, I just want to, um, so I re-listened to the ice cream bonus episode yeah. to get what Three of you said, the third one being Ant. So yeah. Michelle and Ant said Seth was mint chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. And Liz said Cherry Garcia because it's not everyone's favorite, but it's quirky. And so that's why she picked Cherry Garcia. Thank you for reminding I, me. <laughs> um, I picked Butterscotch Ripple. I don't know what I was thinking at the time. Um, <laughs> but I would say uh, the scoop for him would be coffee ice cream. And the reason why is because... Um, he's kind of like a high energy and has a strong personality, which coffee uh, is. And also coffee's more of something for adults-ish. You know, like you kind of want it as a kid, but usually it's more so for adults. And Seth is someone who's more of like an old soul and kind of gets along more with 
adults the one episode when they go visit the Nana in yep. Florida, was it? And he's yep. like sh- pretending he's like an old man and, you know, shuffleboarding and playing with all the seniors. So I feel like it's, he's more of like an old person. So I paired him with coffee for that reason. And, you know, he is a bit high energy and kind of all over the place. So I thought it was that's, that's a good one. That's perfect. I, and- I love, love coffee ice cream. I do too. Mike, do you like coffee ice cream? I, I like all ice cream. Right. <laughs> I mean, I figured, but I had to ask. And there are people like our friend Kyle who doesn't drink coffee and they still think coffee ice cream is like one of the best flavors. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because if you don't like the taste of coffee, but also it's like the best tasting coffee because it's like sugar and cream right. with with coffee. So, And I also know of people who don't necessarily drink coffee, but they love the smell of coffee. Yeah. So they'll eat, you know, the, the coffee, coffee ice, ice cream. cream. They love the smell of it. Like my mom, she doesn't drink coffee, but she likes coffee ice cream. She loves the smell of coffee, but mm. she can't stomach coffee. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. Mike, do you drink coffee? Uh, I do have, I usually, um, so I'm more of an espresso person. So I'll just have uh, an espresso with some sugar. Fancy. After like dinner or whatnot. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wish sometimes we did video podcasts because Liz and I's facial expressions <laughs> are just, I feel, are the same. Like, I feel like I'm looking in a mirror yes, right now same. because when you said espresso, Liz and I did this, like, face oh, like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then when you said, like, after dinner, we both were like, oh. <laughs> because... Because we're the same. We're the same. No, yeah. but I, it's just visually. You know, that's funny. And I don't even, I'm not even in tune to it. But then after I did it, I'm like, oh shit, yeah. we just did the same we facial expression. Same, and we shimmyed the same. And then we shimmy to the other side. We have problems. Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay, so let's get into Seth, his highs and lows of each season. Let's start with season one high. Mike, what do you have? So when I first. When you guys first asked the highs and lows, I thought you guys meant like when was he good and when was he shitty. Oh, we can do feel, that if you like. But then upon listening to the bonus episodes, it was actually like what was there like when they felt hot, like a good, and then when they felt like sad. So then I rewrote my notes based on that way. So um, I picked like a high for him was obviously the like him finally dating uh, uh, Summer, the kiss on the boat. Yes. And, then, and then Summer says, oh, my God, I think I like Seth Cohen yeah. or something like that. Yes. He's like, pardon? And then the whole coffee cart thing. Um, and then Ryan uh, being like Ryan just coming to, you know, being adopted by the Cohens. That himself was a high for him. He finally had a friend. Yeah. Uh, fitting in. So, yeah. 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 I feel like the catalyst was Ryan, which I feel like could be for the entire story of Seth, like Ryan coming into his life. Therefore his life has changed for the better. Um, so after Ryan, because of Ryan, I should say he did start dating summer, which the girl he's been pining over for his entire life, which never happens. No, in real life, this never happens. This is someone you've been crushing on since you were seven years old, eight years old. And now you're dating them doesn't ever happen normally Mm -mm. so for him I felt like that was like the highest the highest moment yeah I also have just having Anna's friendship very important because I felt she taught him a lot and even though Seth you know had to juggle Summer and Anna it was out of not having experience 
Yes, correct. (laughs) And then a high for us, which doesn't really count for Seth, because technically in this world, Seth has been celebrating Christmaca, but Mm. we got to have the introduction of it. Well, yeah, introduction of it. Yeah. Okay, so Lowe's, what do you have, Mike? So uh, Anna leaving, I think, was a big low because he felt he was responsible, and then the note got uh thrown in the water and then he says like wait that doesn't say Azerbaijan or something <laughs> funny or whatever he tries to make it comical yeah. but he like thought it was because of him um and then Ryan leaving both times when he gets like sent back at the beginning um and then at the end when Ryan goes back with uh Teresa yes yeah same. Is that what you had? I had the the final the final episode where Ryan goes to see be with Teresa and he goes off to Tahiti by himself, which so, which is know. the lowest. I guess he was trying to find you know find himself after that. Right. But Ryan leaving his only partner in crime, the one who's really formed his year, he's leaving. So yeah. yeah. Okay, on to season two, Mike. What do you have for highs? Uh, the Spider-Man kiss. Yeah. It's just iconic. Uh, the comic book becoming a thing, his Atomic County and that whole liftoff, which also did have a low in it as well. But it, it was a high at the beginning. And I think dating Alex was kind of a high for him because it was something new and something different. And um, he was just kind of experiencing more and getting more like comfortable with having like friends and, you know, girls talking to him and stuff. So I think um, Alex was one. Yeah. Yeah. um, I had Atomic County, which led to the rebirth of Seth Ummer. They got back together after she realized that Zach and her probably are not, you know, going to continue. And so that's when they have the Spider-Man kiss, which is their most epic romantic moment, in my opinion. So So good. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I had all of those. Plus meeting George Lucas. Yeah, I'm sure yes. that was really so high I for feel Seth. Like that is an extreme. Even though, you know, he has the talk and how prom is so important and he does, you know, ultimately go and choose George to Lucas gave him great advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I felt like, you know, how could that not be a personal high? George Lucas is interested in your comic and you get to meet him. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, what about Lowe's, Mike? Uh so I think um the what kind of happened in between with Atomic County when he was spiraling though when they went to do the pitch and because that was when Summer was dating Zach and he was kind of just like freaking out the whole time so that was a low for him and then I also think the whole Kiki uh alcohol alcoholic um, addiction thing was also kind of a low for him at the, the the intervention scene at the end he did come through but at first he was kind of hesitant about it and didn't want um, her to be like sent off. So. Yeah. Yeah. Liz? I had um, in the beginning feeling abandoned by Ryan and then coming home to the consequences of his actions when Summer has moved on to Zach. Yes. Yeah. I had the pretty much the what both of you said and yeah. And then just the big of the strain of the Atomic County because that went on for so long. Yeah. For the audience. Mm-mm. I just rewatched <laughs> season two. I'm at the end of it. I was like, wow, we really do. And Summer with Zach and you guys figure it out. Who's taking me to prom? Yeah. Okay, who does it? Someone's just doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Season three highs. Mike. 
So this is a little hard, I think, when we got to season yes. three because Seth kind of becomes more in the shadows kind of for season three because I feel like it's more Marissa kind of in the prominent. Yeah. Um, so I put his highs. I still um, When he and uh, Kirsten kind of started hanging on, they had their uh, mother and son time, like when they went to the movies and then he took her, uh, sorry, she took him to the AA meetings where he was kind of not for at first, but then he kind of came around to it and, you know, was there for uh, his mom. So I kind of put that as a high for him. Yeah. That's, I loved that. Yeah. Me too. Scene when he did that. What do you have? Liz? Um, I have seeing Anna again. Yeah. Yes. I felt like this was hard and you know, the wiki and IMDb don't help you because they literally mesh season two and three together for Seth. How unfair is that? Right. Like he has, oh, he's no storyline that it's not important enough to really add a full season worth of information on. So that was really hard for me to find a a high moment when I know there's so many lows in this one for him with the whole, well, I'll get into (laughs) my my low. So (laughs) yeah, for highs, I just had, you know, graduating high school, getting into USD. Yes. But that also comes with the lows of that, Mm -hmm. which Which really ties into that. So, Mike, what do you have? I'm sure we all have the The same same. lows. The hot phase and the whole not getting into brown and that downward spiral, burning the accidentally burning down the Newport group. Yeah. All of it. Just and the spiral of lies. The lying. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I sound like a broken record every single week. I'm like, please stop lying, Seth. Just stop spiraling. Just tell the truth. Really frustrating to watch. We just want you to grow up so much. So yeah, yeah. Okay, season four hides Mike. Uh, so definitely at the end when he uh, donates the blood to Ryan, and then Ryan's like, I'm starting to have. The urge to listen to Death Cab and read, <laughs> read comic books. I think that kind of made his like life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I definitely think a high for him when also could be a low was the whole summer at the beginning, but he was kind of, you know, he was freaking out at first about how she wasn't, she was being very distant, but I thought he did like a good job and was kind of like there for her and kind of like, you know, had, gave her her space, but then was there. So I kind of put that as a bit of a high. So. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. Uh, I have matured enough to watch Summer grow and gave her the space when she needed after Marissa's death. That yeah. was big for me to see. Yeah. And especially when we open up season four. I mean, Seth has matured and grown so much. He's hanging out with his mom in the noob season. Yeah, I love he that. He's hanging out with Neil and watching golf. And oh. to me, that's like a huge growth moment. Yeah, he's become more comfortable in his shell and therefore I'm okay with my girlfriend. Not that you shouldn't be okay with it, right. but you're, it, it takes a maturity level and a trust in yourself to be able to do that for your partner. And so I feel like he really made the stride and I was happy to see that. Yeah. And then that's, of course, Oh, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. I was going to say, that's also why I picked uh, for another reason for the coffee. Cause you know, in season four, he was kind of starting to act more like an adult and yeah. coffee. it's an acquired taste you know, over time. And yes. you know, over time, Seth kind of grew up. You're yes. absolutely right. And then my last high was, of course, marrying Summer. Marrying Summer. I mean, that's his ultimate high, I'm sure, for the rest of his life. was like, I can't believe it. I yeah. got the girl. Yeah. Yeah. It's very sweet. sweet. What do you have for Lowe's? So I put the whole, um, that whole fre- fake pregnancy, or sorry, what was it, oh, the pregnancy scare, yeah. bash going, and then like them 
and get, like him proposing, but then not really wanting it. And, you know, that spiral again of Seth and Mer doing their typical annoying back and forth thing. Um, so I think that was a, a low. Yeah, I hated that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I hated that I didn't so like much. that either. Uh, I had stuck in a rut with his future. Uh, we've all been there, though, right? I mean, yeah, like, that's what I put, too, just not having direction and also Summer kind of wanting him to have direction and Kirsten... Like a forced mm, direction? Yeah, like knows it's going to come in time. Right. Yeah. He just was a little bit of a late bloomer. That's it. And even, like, who's to say, I'm sure if he went to RISD on time like he was supposed to, you know, he would have flourished but right you know we don't know or that maybe, because that's or it maybe he would have flunked out and it would have been horrible right, right. Exactly. it had to go the way it was it yeah he just go. needed to figure out the path and that's okay yeah okay so let's talk about seth's most iconic moment so i put moment yet i feel there are a bunch of moments yeah. for him so mike what do you have the whole christmas cut everything about it yeah um the coffee cart you know, the professing the love, his love for Summer, take me now or lose me forever. And yeah, he says yes. that flat out to her, oh, yes. ballsy, you and know? It, it is, that is, like, so unlike Seth's character. Right. Like, that's how we knew him. Like, he's not someone who has that, you know, confidence, Cohen. And right. he did that. Yeah. I was toying between those two, but I did have the birth of Chris Mecca. And just when I think of Seth Cohen, I think of that. Yeah. Right? I mean, I do too. And then I, I added at the end, go save the world, Summer Roberts. Yeah. Because yes. I have that, that quotes. is mm-hmm. just so good. Uh, okay, so I pulled out on Instagram for Seth asking what everyone's favorite comedic moment was, which is really hard because Seth... He's constantly funny. Yeah, and he's not funny in the way that when Summer dated the guy where he's like big funny. Oh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. not big. It's a subtle, very like sarcastic, yeah, everyday. Yeah. Right, exactly. Which but- is kind to my bagel flavor. So let's remember this when we get to bagels. Mm. Okay. So I people responded with, dude, I'm wearing a wife beater. <laughs> uh, Will submitted Seth when he goes, I think we need to have the talk. Yes, with Seth, I, with Sandy. I love that whole entire scene. So funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, sh- we're being stealth, and he flips over the car hood as mm-hmm. Sandy watches. Uh, your freaking Rico was a big popular one. Yeah. When he comes to that moment, <laughs> um, when he gets drunk and tries to act bad to impress Alex. Yeah. Yeah. He was very wise, Ryan. He had a beard. He had a beard, yep. <laughs> when he asked Summer, there were people in the room filming us? <laughs> when she goes to tell him about how she's also a virgin. And then, okay, so before I say mine, go ahead, Mike. What was yours? So for comedic, um, so I loved so season three, episode 22, The College Try, when Seth is like, yes, Kumar Zimmerman, I'm half Indian, I'm half Jewish, I'm a Hindu. Yes, so funny. And then in uh, season one, episode 10, The Perfect Couple, when they're in the kitchen the next day after um, Kirsten caught Ryan and Marissa making out. And then it's, there's like a lot of tension and he asks what happened if someone can like fill him in, in. And then he just says, oh, I get it. I'm just here for the comic relief. Yeah. Because I think that's like, yes, he is. Quintessential. Exactly. Sex. Yeah. What'd you have left? I just had the whole when he goes to see the Nana and he acts like an old person because that whole thing, I genuinely laughed. That was really funny to me. Yeah. Everything he said, the way he 
was with all of the older people at the retirement home or whatever it is. And just, he was like, this is my element. Yeah. This is me. And I just thought the whole part was really funny. Yeah. For me, and this was really hard, but the scene that, I think I've watched this particular episode more times than any other episode to date. Mm. And it's season one, episode 11, the homecoming, the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. And it's this scene where Kirsten is in the kitchen with the blender. She's making margaritas. Marks. 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 Yeah. Ryan just got off the phone with Seth and Seth now goes to tell Kirsten that Marissa's in Chino with Ryan. And so the blender's going and it's really loud and he's just yelling like, Marissa's in Chino. What? Marissa's in Chino. What? And it shuts off and he screams, Marissa is in Chino. And Seth goes, oh, wow, that actually happens in real life. <laughs> and that kills me every single time because I'm like, this is just so perfect. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I also had, sorry, I also had the one in um, season two when he's, when Ryan asked to borrow Captain Oates because they want to make the wooden horse. And then, uh, Seth whispers, says to Captain Oates, if he touches you anywhere, weird. And by weird, I mean, and he whispers in Captain Oates' ear, I want you to neigh as loud as you can and then <laughs> punches him. That's also a funny moment. That is funny. Also, I was saying to Liz off mic when we were coming up with this question, uh, <laughs> when they go to see Rooney and, <laughs> and uh, Luke is just screaming, Rooney! Because yeah. Seth is like, who sings this song? And he's like, let's just keep it that way. Let's keep it that way, just, yeah. It's just so funny. He uh, definitely has some good, good I know. quotes. Yeah. Okay, so we got a question from Will. Will? Will? He says, question for all of you, especially knowing Liz and Michelle's conflicting opinions of all three characters. Fuck, marry, and kill. Oh, jeez, Louise. Seth, Lucas, Dan Humphrey. Oh. I had to put Dan Humphrey at the end just in case. I didn't want Aunt to read this email and start dreaming of Dan Scott again. <laughs> So Lucas, Dan, and Seth? Correct. Fuck Mary Kill. So Mike, you can go first. I'll okay. give you Will's answer after all of us. Okay. This is hard. So <laughs> I have my answer. So Okay. Uh oh. Um uh what's his name? I forget his name right now from uh the Revercore podcast is not or not. Oh, Simon. 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 Simon, he's not gonna like this, but it's kill okay. Lucas. <laughs> uh, fuck Dan Marisa. Wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is so hard for me. Well, Do you know you know I yours? Know mine. Please oh, go. Yeah. Mine was like a no-brainer. Fuck Lucas. Mm-hmm. Marry Seth. <laughs> yeah. And kill Padge because I don't know Padge. <laughs> right. Very it's well. too soon to tell with Padge. And really, you know? I feel nothing towards him. Like I'm like Seth is nostalgic for me. Plus, I'm attracted to him if I'm being superficial here. Right, right. right. And Lucas probably just is like good because he's good looking. You know. <laughs> I mean, I want to sway on that side. It's a toss up between Seth. You can't stand. I know him. I can't stand Seth, but also like <laughs> I, I feel like he. Yeah, I would have to kill Seth. <laughs> She's trying. I would have I to, yeah, I was really trying, but I'm going to have to kill Seth. I might. No, I don't want to marry Dan. I'll. Oh, damn it. You know what? You know threesome. what? Right? Don't forget about the threesome. I'm going to kill Dan, fuck Seth, and marry Lucas. Okay, that's good. Just so I get it out of my system, it's like a, a, a hate fuck, you know? Yeah. Wait, who are you fucking? 
Seth. Seth. Okay. Because <laughs> so I can't, I can't, I can't marry Patch. I can't. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> okay, so Will says, I'm a straight man. That doesn't mean I can't take my picks. If I was going to pick, it would fuck Lucas, marry Dan, nice. kill Seth. Wow. Lucas has the most fuckboyish qualities. Dan has this... Dan has some depth that brings longevity. Seth has a higher ceiling with his personality over Lucas and Dan, but a lower floor with his selfishness. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Love that. Yeah. No, that was a that was a really uh, fun question. Thank you. Yeah. Will. Thank you. That's really fun. Yeah. The choices are fun. I didn't expect those yeah. choices. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question for the three of us that. I'm very, I cannot wait to hear your answers. If you were, this is not from Will. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, Liz, you know it's coming. You guys know it's coming. But if you were a member of the Atomic County, what would your name and power be? Mike? So I channeled um, a little bit of, so Marissa is Cosmo Girl and Ryan is Kid Chino. So uh, Seth used kind of their characteristics to build their character. So Marissa her drinking problem so she has her flask ryan punches so his fist of fury so i my biggest attribute i think is that is i'm a loud mouth i'm a talker i'm always talking uh so my voice so i said i'd be the persuader oh i like that so i would be able to uh you know persuade people into doing things so i don't know if Either of you have watched the show Heroes? Loved Heroes. Uh, I'm not, yes. I'm watching for the first time. I'm only on season <gasps> one, so don't spoil anything. Oh, my God. It's um, good after. It's not good after, like, season know, two, but it's I really, really good in the beginning. I know. I know. I'm really, it's, it's really, really good. Um, but the one the one um, uh, lady on there, she was – that's what she was able to, like, convince people by talking. So I think that would be my – like, she would talk and Love that. do things. So I think that would be my thing because I've been told that I'm, like, a smooth talker during like networking a networking seminar I went with because I'm really good at like working a room and and like just talking to people so I think that would be my uh my power I don't doubt that I, I don't know. doubt that at all I love that <laughs> to take it a step further what would you wear oh Ooh. oh I didn't think of this okay yeah, that's I'll hard let, I'll let Liz answer <laughs> and I'll come back to you I'm just curious so I based my character off of when John, Sam, and I would play racquetball, and John would call me Jumper because I literally would jump up so high to you know swat the ball with the racket, and he's like Jumper, Jumper's in the in the in the building, Jumper, and so I liked that, and so I would be a Jumper, which reminds me of the movie with Hayden Christensen where he's a Jumper. It's such a good movie. Rachel Bilson's in that movie as well. Yeah, um, and so he can jump from like picture to room to it's really cool i don't know what i would wear maybe i would wear some like cat suit you would have to <laughs> it would have right? to be a cat suit <laughs> yeah so uh mine would be i'd be called ruby because mitch ruby everyone calls me that yes right? and my power would be i would be able to speak cat and then I would be, I would rescue the cats. It's like a parcel tongue for cats. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so every cat that either was in trouble or being tortured or needed a home, I would set them up with, you know, whether it's heated beds outside or I could just speak to them. That's so would you, perfect. 
Would you look like Hermione in the second book after she took the Polyjuice Potion? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> and she's like in the bathroom stall. And she's like, don't come in here. <laughs> yeah. Poor Hermione. Mike, did you think about what you'd wear? Yes. So I think I would wear like bright colors because that just goes with like my personality. I would have, I, I want to say like a bright green and then it'll have like a purple P on it for the persuader. Um, and then I think I would have like a sort of uh, like a, I'd be holding like a megaphone or something just to like <laughs> channel my voice into them. Very cute. Love it. For our wedding, which if you if you guys follow us on Let's Talk OC on Instagram, Ingrid gave Aunt and I a canvas. I'm staring at it right now yeah. of the Atomic County with the four main. And then I'm drawn into there as Ruby and Aunt is drawn into there as Fire Aunt. And then Liam and Soli are in there it's too. It's really cute. It's so, a really good. It's a, That was a really great gift. Yeah. And, and yeah. that was before she knew because I was like way before the Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way before know anything about because i remember you guys talking about it earlier on in yeah this podcast oh you'll get to that in season two or something yeah Yeah. she was just i remember her telling me i'm going those characters that they dressed up as for halloween i think i'm going to do something with that and i was like oh that's really cool yeah so i'm staring at myself as ruby and it's just like this spandexy outfit with like a ruby like a red in the middle it's very cute like channel my cat heart Okay, Speaking so of like, the cat, Soli's like, here yeah. I am. <laughs> okay, so your overall favorite quote of Seth. It's hard. This he has, really hard. He has a lot of great comedic quotes. I know, but even if it's not even comedic. like Right. No, I, mine isn't. Oh, well, mine's sort of comedic. There's always like a little sarcasm in it. <laughs> right. What do you have, Mike? So there's two of them, and I've already wrote them when we did. I don't know what it was that... Um, that we did, but you read them on the podcast, but I'll just say them again. So the one is uh, Go Save the World, Summer Roberts. Love that one. And then uh, from season one, when he says, okay, listen, Summer, it's not like now that me and Anna broke up, I'm now choosing you, okay? Because the whole reason that we broke up is because for me, it's always been you, yeah. Summer. It's it's always been you. I've tried to fight it and I've tried to deny it and I can't do it. Uh, I can't. You're undeniable. Like that right there just So beautifully said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Love that. Good. So good. Yeah, that's a great one. What do you have, Liz? I have, you're a Cohen now. Welcome to a life of insecurity and paralyzing self-doubt. That's what I have. You have that too? That's literally the quote I <laughs> I felt like that's Seth in a nutshell. His life, here you go, Ryan. We're the Coens. Yeah. You know, it's, welcome to the family. It sets you up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so if Seth was an emoji, which emoji would he be? <laughs> go ahead Mike because there's no emoji of a uh, menorah mixed with a Christmas tree mm. can't pick that uh, so I did the uh, the one of the sun smiling because of summer his whole life is summer always has been so I think of the sun oh that's so that's so, that's so precious a, a sailboat would be a second choice but he kind of dropped sailing after season two it, like i know really anymore but summer has always been from the moment we meet seth to right up until the last episode his whole life is summer so that's such a good one yeah i love that i picked a horse for captain oats oh. i i almost had the horse as well um and i was thinking about the sailboat too <laughs> i went with the it's 
like a comic, a bam. Yes, that, I almost did that. The you know it's I'm, like a, it a looks burst. Like a burst. It's yeah. orange and yellow burst. I almost went with that because of the comics. Yeah, so I chose that be- not only for the comics, but if you type in, like he's our technic like yes for Atomic County, but also he's just like this life force. Like mm, bam, mm-hmm. you know he's there. And when you type in, because he's the comedic force of it, he's like technically our comic. Right. And then when you type in comic, this is what comes up too, like the comic force. Yeah, but these were great choices. Yeah, I like the sailboat choice too. And the summer. Yeah, and the summer is great. The sun is super cute. Okay, Mike, I'm super excited to hear your bagel choice for Seth. Yes, your ice cream is always in depth, so I can only imagine what (laughs) your bagel is going to be. So I chose a specialty one. I don't know if it's like a common one other places, but it was at my um, university. Uh, and it was a mushroom Swiss bagel. Wow. Uh, yeah. Delicious. Toasted herb and garlic cream cheese. Oh. Perfection. I just got and the chills. That sounds so they good. Were, <laughs> they, were, they were big, so they weren't like your average size bagels. They were bigger, and they like loaded on the cream cheese, and it was on both sides, the top and the bottom, because – it is uh, blasphemy to just put a little bit of smear on. Oh, yeah. You have to smear lot. both sides. Uh, of course. Yes. No, yes. Absolutely. No yeah. question. Um, and the reason why I picked him is because I think, and this is um, because he is a fun guy. So mushroom, fungi, fun guy. And I yeah. think <laughs> the joke would make because it's so punny. And yes. Corny. Yes, and so it I'm is. Like, oh, my God. That is Seth. He, he would totally make that. <laughs> joke so that's why i picked it i love that that's so perfect so freaking good man i also want to eat that bagel right i really want to eat that bagel i love mushrooms i know it's a very unpopular opinion but i really enjoy mushrooms in a bagel, I bet that would be really good. Yeah, that'd be really good. What do you have? Now mine is going to be so dull in comparison, but I put a poppy seed bagel because it sticks in your teeth and could embarrass <laughs> you later on, but it's not for everyone. And those who love Poppy will stand forever. Maybe an olive cream cheese with him because he's different and briny. LOL is what I put. That was really good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I you. chose a salt bagel. Salty. With vegetable cream cheese. Because again, not for everyone, but people who love salt bagels love. That's my sister. My sister will always get a salt bagel. Love salt bagels. And Seth can be a little salty. He can. He's very salty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I chose. Okay, so our last question. Which we know Mike will have an answer for. I know. Can you we believe know. that, Mike? Our, our other two guests never saw Harry Potter. I, I think it's it. so I, funny. I was like, well, the, it'll be bro- like the uh, thing will be broken once I'm on because uh, obviously watch Harry Potter. So, or I know right. Harry Potter. So. Yeah. So I'm curious what we all chose. Mike, who would you sort or which house would you sort Seth into? So my first gut. Um, answer is Ravenclaw but upon uh, discussing this with a friend of mine uh, Slytherin Mm. is because he is a little selfish he lies all the time for like himself Um, his motives you know he's more about himself Uh, and also he kind of comes from a noble family uh, like Kirsten does the yeah. the Nichols, so he comes from a little bit of a noble family, so he's got that like you know pure blood kind of thing. So a little bit of a, a Slytherin. I love that. What'd you pick? I did pick Ravenclaw, but there was a part of me that did teeter 
on well, the maybe with the side of Slytherin. <laughs> well, I originally wrote. Well, I wrote Ravenclaw, but because like with that's like a no brainer. Yeah, yeah, but when I my gut feeling was Slytherin. Slytherin, yeah. And I had this conversation with Ant in the car because Ant's like huge Harry Potter fan. Yeah, and he was like, we were talking about it, and he's like, I don't know, maybe. Yes, Slytherin, but he's like, it just, when I, mean, I think of other Slytherins, like Caleb and Julie and, you know, like, yeah. those are like, yes, yes, so Slytherin. Yeah, very, like, pronounced, but this he's is like, Slytherin. look how much he, like, matured. I'm like, but not all Slytherins are bad. Right, some it's of them do. Bad. doesn't have to be bad. Right. 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 Agreed. So I, I really like your answer. I'm like, that we all felt the same. Yeah, we definitely did. And I don't think if I thought about this, you know, not on this rewatch, but I would have been like, oh, Just initial, like, my gut reaction was, yeah, Ravenclaw makes sense. But Slytherin for sure. Slytherin is more what I would be leaning towards now. Yes. As a viewer watching it my second time around. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Good answer. Well, Mike, do you have any questions or comments for Seth or for us before we wrap up? Liz, what would it have taken... Seth to do for him to be like your favorite like what would it what would have had to happen <laughs> at what point would you have been like yes I'm on like I'm on the Seth wagon I would uh, love to have seen less selfish choices less lying um it's not that like first go I really did have a true place in my heart for Seth I'm like oh he's the funny one you know oh he's he's a sweet guy he loves Summer so much I love that about him um it's just hard because you're you're comparing it to naturally to Ryan who I have such not only a thirst level for but a (laughs) an attraction in a way where you know I don't know he just shows his good side more than Seth, in my opinion. You guys can come at me. It's okay. We're all entitled to our own opinions. Uh, I just, I don't know, I would have loved to see just more, just like softer, sweeter moments from Seth just in general. I don't know. I love the funny bits. I do, but like you can't, you know, it can't be Chandler Bing. Like, I can, can I interest you in a sarcastic comment? Because like I don't really have that advice thing going on. You know, it just, I don't know. I did. I did enjoy him towards the end, but for some moments. reason on this podcast from day one, I was like, "Wow, he's really annoying me this time around," <laughs> which I never would have thought would happen to me. But same like with Marissa, I never would have said that she was my favorite character all those years ago. So, just just my age and my my life experience has really it's taken toll on me. And and I look at Seth, I'm like, "Oh, you could have been better. You could have done it." But then again, they all could. So. I digress. There's nothing else I can really say, but thank you for asking. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Do do you think, sorry, do you think it's because, Liz, that this show, so it's weird with the OC, I realize that you think at first it's like Seth Cohen, but the Ryan show, and with Seth, even though Seth is a main character and part of the core four, I feel like he's more like a bit in the shadows. Right. Like his thoughts kind of don't really... Like, they're big, but not as big as, like, it's very overshadowed by all the other, like, Ryan or Marissa. Agreed. Yeah. I feel like we could have done more with Seth. We could have given him more. Like, that's what I said before with the wiki page. Like, we're really going to sum up two seasons worth of info in one tiny little paragraph of things that happened to him. And so it's like, 
well, maybe because they didn't give the character enough. Like maybe if I saw him enough and I really, really, truly on the surface saw how much he was changing, then I would have appreciated his character more, more than I did. Well, as I'm touching my sense. heart Seth Cohen pin that I got from you guys, there is always a place in my heart for Seth Cohen. And, and I love always, that. Same, and I'm always Same. about, like, let's have a conversation. Like, please tell me why you love Seth, because I would love you to persuade me and, like, recognize something that maybe, you know, I'm just not seeing or I haven't thought about or something like that. I, you know, obviously there's, there's no hate towards Seth. Right. I do love him for what he is. He just wasn't my favorite character of this free watch. I think, though, where you're at, I don't think there will ever be persuasion. No. I think because you have this very grounded understanding. Right. I understand I where he's coming from. Right. You know, then I'm just like, well, <laughs> right. maybe you're not my person. Then that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think fine. for us who have the nostalgic background like mm-hmm. you, you're tied to that right and again I a broken record moment here everyone's like okay hey, Michelle we get it <laughs> but like at the time that type of character on tv was a big deal yeah that's true you know the cool nerd, a cool nerd as I yeah in quotes listening to the same music and right plus and really you know- cute <laughs> Growing up, you never really saw the nerdy guy get the popular girl. It's usually the never, other way around. Right. The nerdy girl getting the jock football captain. Right. And also for him to be described as a nerd, he didn't dress like a nerd. He didn't well, look like a nerd. He looked like what the boys in our high school looked look like. like. Yeah. You know, the indie yeah. type. So. Right. And it's just different. It's because different. he grew up in Newport where all of them were. You know, preppy. rich, pre- preppy, rich kids that participated in sports and they cared about materialistic things. He just wasn't like that. And you just see it's, it's because Sandy is so down to earth. Kirsten is so, you know, in the beginning, we definitely see that she's very focused on her work. But she is like personality wise, like pretty relaxed yeah, <laughs> in a sense. So he just didn't he didn't grow up like the other kids did. Right. The entitled kids. I mean, he was, but, I mean, Seth was extremely But then again, he was really spoiled. selfish because he was he the was only kid. He was spoiled, and I like when his parents check him a little bit. Me too. And then when Ryan comes into the picture, he's like, oh, okay, now I have a sibling. It's like, no, I have to share and, you know, care about other great. people's feelings, yeah. which really, but, he needed that. Yeah. Or not share a bedroom because, you know, they have 30 million right. bedrooms in that mansion, but Ryan had to be in the pool house. Exactly. What's the, What was that about? <laughs> or when Haley and Trey are there? They have to somehow someone's got to bunk up. Right. <laughs> like you're telling me there's no extra room in there the house. There has to be. Right. There, you you guarantee that at least Sandy has an office. We you could just sleep on the couch. Yeah. You just sleep yeah. on the couch in there. I'm sure it's got it. You know, it's just, <laughs> just continuity with that. <laughs> so <up>. frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Mike, this was super fun. I'm really glad we got to discuss Seth with you because I know yeah. how much you love Seth. I'm so happy to do this. I'm so glad I was picked first and got to have my first pick at the character I wanted to do the most. That's true. You were picked first. Yes. Yeah. No, it was really great. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you, both of you, for uh, having me on here and doing this. And I uh, wish you all a happy Christmas and everyone listening. And uh, can't wait to see uh, what 2021 brings. Same. Us too. Yeah. (laughs) Can't wait for that 2021. It's got to be better than this, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm exciting. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed our conversation with Mike. We sure did. We sure did. He's so great. Yeah, he is. Our friendly Canadian friend. So friendly. So friendly. <laughs> yeah. His Atomic County uh, character could have been like the friendly guy. Yeah, he. that's so true. He really right? could have been the friendly guy. Or friend, because I feel like he could be everybody's friend. He is. He is everyone's friend. Yeah. Should we do Patron of the Week? It's time for Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the it's Week. Patron of the week. It's Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the Week. This week, it is Mike. Yay! Mike so deserves this. He's been with us for quite some time now. Um, as we said, our friendly our friendly friend from Canada. Seriously, I mean, this month he sent us two bags of all-dressed chips. I mean, like, come on now. Thank you, Mike. They're delicious, and we really love them and appreciate that so much. And we just want to say thank you. You are always a pleasure. Always just up for anything. You're literally everyone's friend. Everyone on the network knows you because you definitely make a, a very lasting impression. And we just, we love you very much. And we're, we were happy to have you on this episode. Yes, we were. But thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode all about Seth. If you're like what you're hearing and you're an Apple podcast listener, maybe consider leaving us a review and rating us five stars. No pressure, but five stars seems to be a great number. We truly love when you leave us a review. Not only does it make us smile, but it helps the show show up more in the feed so more people can see it. Uh, if you have any questions for us, comments, you can send it to Let's Talk OC on Instagram, Twitter, or Let's Talk OC at gmail.com. We have a Patreon network, it takes three network.com. Up there, you can see uh, all our behind the scenes stuff. We have Topic Tuesday. We have group hangs, which are a lot of fun. This month's is Chrismica themed. So that's a lot of fun. We have birthday club and you do get the episode up a day early. And all of that comes with a really cool group of new friends that you didn't know you needed. So check that out if you want. It takes three network.com. Also stay tuned for our bonus episode. I know all of these are bonus episodes, but there's going to be an even uh, a different kind of bonus episode. We're going to read the fanfic winner. As you guys know, we have a fanfic contest happening. We picked the winner this week and we will be reading the winner's story on air for all of you guys to hear. And the winner will receive a t-shirt from everythingtheoc.com, which is super exciting. Cool stuff. Last time we did this, I posted all of the winner's stories on our Patreon and it was up for public. So... I'll let you guys know when all that's up if you want to read some fun fanfic. Uh, until next week, we will be back with our episode with Lexi and all about our girl Summer. Summer.